morning, guys. Um, happy New Year. Uh, um, yeah, I just wanted to introduce Karuma. We, if you were here um, a few months ago, you heard him come and speak, and he, he kind of came at a time where Ben had a couple weeks off, um, and we had Jeff Gowdy, and then we had Karuma come in, and it was really neat the way that the spirit just moved, and and between Ben, his last one, and then Jeff, and then Kruma, the spirit just moved, and 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 they were all connected, even though each guy wasn't talking to each other. So I, what what excites me about Kruma is that uh, I know that he's a man who, who is led by the spirit and tied to the word, and um, when that's happening, powerful things can happen. So I just. I want to invite Karuma up here. Um, come on up, and I'll, and I'll just pray for you and uh, bless you to give the word to our to our family here at Unity. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for Karuma and uh, just his passion for for your son Jesus, and, and then Jesus' word, and then the spirit that empowers um, us as Christians. And so I, I just pray right now, Lord, that you would just bless Every word that comes out of his mouth, may it cut right to the heart of us listening and, and to those who will listen later online. Um, I just pray, Lord, that the, the, the power of your word would flow through this man and, and cut right to the hearts of people. And you would set the tone for us as believers in this season that we're going into, um, that you would use this man uh, to um, bless but also challenge each one of us. I pray this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. Good morning to everybody. Happy New Year. Turn to your neighbor and tell that person, Happy New Year. <laughs> Let your neighbor feel at home. <laughs> oh, praise God. It's a privilege and a wonderful joy to be among God's people. And it's the most blessed thing that you can ever think of to open this season, this year, in the house of God. Isn't that wonderful? Others who don't know God Today, possibly they are opening it in a nightclub. Possibly they are opening it in, in different in, in places because they want to entertain themselves. But we have the privilege as those that are called of God, those that are born of God, to come this morning in the presence of our Heavenly Father so that we will not just rejoice and celebrate as the ordinary people do celebrate, but we come to receive the year from Jesus himself. Hallelujah. I love preaching and communicating with everybody. 
So I'm not the only one preaching. So we are all together in this preaching business this morning. Amen to Jesus. I got it there. That's right. <laughs> oh, praise God. That's wonderful. Father, I thank you this morning. I bless your holy name for this wonderful time we are about to share your word. Thank you for this Baptist church, your children. And Lord, I ask that your word will go forth and it will be a blessing to your people as we open this year, as we trust you, Lord, to give us this year, to give us victory this year. To you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to thank God for your pastor. He's such a wonderful man, Pastor Ben. Uh, he, by God's grace, I thank God for him for having given me this privilege, you know, to stand on this place of his authority, to speak and to be a blessing this day to the congregation of God's people. And I want to thank the leadership of the church, especially. And uh, I'm here this morning with my wife also. I think this is the first time she's coming here when I'm preaching. Oh, she's been here. Can you give her a sweet hand? <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, that's, that's my sweet hand. <laughs> yeah, um, I want us to look into this year. Uh, whenever the year is starting, I see everybody re rejoicing, celebrating. Even those who don't know where the year, the giver of the year. Of course, it's a time of celebration. Everybody has his own purpose for celebrating. Some are celebrating because, oh, that day they, 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 they'll find themselves in a nightclub. Some are celebrating because that day as children, dad is going to get them somewhere and they will do whatever they want to do. Just getting the atmosphere yummy and everybody in every, at whatever, and just being happy in, in their own understanding. It marks the beginning of something new. But how are we going to drive through as children of God to see that we have a successful year is what matters. There are people who move around aimlessly. Oh, we have a new year. Oh, yes, I've entered into 2023. Good. It's good to rejoice. But it's not just the beginning. It is how to carry the year through how to carry your family through, how to run through with the church and have an effective and a blessed year that fulfills the mind of our Heavenly Father. So I want us to look this morning into, into positioning yourself for the year 
through effective and fervent prayers. Through an effectual and fervent prayer. You see, with, the, with us as children of God, nothing goes through. God is without, without us intentionally calling upon God. Our walking, our relationship with God and what God does is very intentional. We have to be able to call upon his name so that he would grant us this year in the way that he wants. There is an agenda that God has for you for the year. There is an agenda that God wants to see in your life, in your family, in your church. And that can be driven through by the people of God intentionally calling upon God to bring these things to reality, to manifestation. I want us to look into this scripture which James the apostle, he, he, he told us and he said, the effectual and fervent prayer of the righteous man availed much. My wife will be my reader today. James chapter 5. We're going to read that when that comes. James chapter 5, 16, 17, and 18. James was telling us by the leading of God's spirit that when we pray and effectual fervently, it avails much. It brings results. It brings forth the expectations that we are longing for. And you see, what is this prayer all about? James was talking about Elijah. Can you read that scripture for me? 16. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. The next scripture we will read would come from Ecclesiastics chapter 3, when the time comes. Now, God lets us to know. Sometimes we look into the scripture and we see how God used those servants, those apostles, those prophets of old, and they prayed and things happened. And we imagine, is it same as I? Is this man Elijah? 
same as I, can I pray as he did and have that result? Absolutely, yes. And sometimes we see the things, the manifestation of God's power, and we ask, but is it possible? James is letting us to know that the God who answered Elijah, the God who answered the prophets of old, the God who answered the apostles as they prayed and we, 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 we saw miraculous things happening, is still alive. Has granted you that opportunity, that grace, that you can pray as they did and you will have the same result. He said, Elijah was a man of like passion. It means he was a man like you and I. He was a man who had the feelings we, 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 we all have. He was a man with, this, with the five senses, human senses. He felt the same as you did, as you were doing in the circumstances of life, the challenges. But what the scripture is telling us that in that same similarity, he could pray and God answered. And as such, if you pray, God will answer. And you see, there is nothing that God does when it is not an answer to prayer. Everything that God does, he does it because it's an answer to prayer. Begin to look the scripture from Genesis, Exodus to Revelation. It's full of answers to prayers. When God made the earth and he said he, he rested, he has handed the baton to man to begin to communicate the things that are his desire. And as such, we begin to pray. We begin to speak those things that are in the mind, that are in the heart of our Heavenly Father. We bring them to reality. Why? Because God, our Father, has given us that power. He has handed us that button. He has handed us that authority. That is why he says, God entered into his rest. It's not because no work is going on or nothing is going on. It's because the purpose of God is complete. Because the purpose of God is whole. God has made it whole. It's a self-regulatory system that all things functions to the realization of the divine purpose and counsel. And man is at the center of it in the rest in Christ Jesus that he begins to speak the things of God as God spoke from the days of Genesis. And he said, let there be. And there was. And what is happening in our time is because God has come and he is in us. And he is speaking through us the things that are of 
him so that they come to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. We are more than we can think we are because we have God in us. And if we are going through this year, the new year God has given us, we already have victory because we carry, we have God in us. Hallelujah. It's a year that is pregnant with victory. It's a year with great potentials. And that will be unleashed as we begin to speak the counsel of God, the mind of God, the intention of God for our lives. We see the scripture, Amos chapter 3 verse 8, the Bible tells us that God has spoken. Who shall prophesy? What the prophet Amos was telling us, though the Lord has spoken, though we have the scripture that is written, we have the Bible, though we have the promises of God for the year, it says, as God spoke from the days of Genesis, he said, let there be. Let there be, because that was the conception of God in the mind of God. Let there be this, and there was. And so, our speaking, we are speaking what is conceived of God for the year. And we are saying, let there be. Let there be peace in my family. Let there be joy in my family. Let there be progress in my family. Let there be, we are in the lineage of the continuation of the let there be. Let there be, let there be, because God has spoken. Praise God. You are more than you think you are. You are greater than the thoughts you have about yourself. And the year is pregnant with such an inconceivable, great potential that God has. And it's not somewhere else, but it's inside you. Inside you. Inside you. And he wants you to to speak it out, to pray it forth. Oh, praise God. You know, sometimes we do not understand these things as Christians, and we spend our time, we are just timid about it. Oh, let anything work as it wants to be. Whatever God wants to do, he will do it. No, you are missing it. You have a part to play. 
if you are going to make this year a distinguished year, you have a spiritual responsibility. And that is to speak the mind of God. You know, some of us as Christians, we might not understand spirit, some deep spiritual thing. I was somewhere in a country that was Senegal. We, I got up in the morning to pray. And here was this professor in the university. What was he doing? He was an aquatic somebody. He was involved in the aquatic world. And so he gets up in the middle of the night, or oh, 2 a.m., and I could see him about the fourth floor. I was across the road in my own apartment, and he would be going around and chanting and speaking, speaking and speaking. He had his own altar, his altar that was there, and he's moving around, and he's speaking. What is he speaking? He is chanting into the air, speaking, polluting the air, attracting spiritual, evil spiritual forces. They know what it takes to get evil attention. You know, Satan also, once upon a time, was in heaven. And so he knows the pattern of spiritual things. The difference is he was casted down. But that has not blinded him from spiritual knowledge of certain things. We read even in the book of Job, where God was having in a council meeting in heaven and Satan also came. He said, hi, dad, what's up? And God asked him, have you seen my servant Job? So he's aware of certain spiritual principles. And so he, he brings that to his people. And this guy, they are chanting into the air. And they are speaking into the air. It's not just for a day. It goes on over and over, weeks. And he's doing that. That's his own prayer before he gets to work. He is charged and loaded with evil forces. But us Christians, sometimes we just think, oh, what God will do, he will do. No, you have a responsibility. It's a spiritual pattern that you have to speak it out. You have to speak your destiny. You have to speak the purpose of God. You have to speak the year out what God has put in you. Hallelujah. You know, the reason why God puts the year, it were possible we were just put in the platform of eternity. There is no time, there's no beginning, there's no ending. That is another dimension of God. But when it came and God was creating the earth, he decided for the sake of man, because we are not in that, in that dimension, he brought up seasons. Times and seasons. So that we, within that location of time, that location of season, 
we might be able to align with God's plan. And we are looking into that season of the year, of a year, that time of a year, where we can be able to align with God's plan and God's purpose for our lives and our family. It were possible that we were just exposed into the dimension of eternity. There is no time, there is no beginning, there is no end. That's the dimension of God. He, he, he has always been, and there is no ending of him. He's just there, just there. There's no, he, he continues to be. But he has brought creation. He has brought it with times and season. And in the times and the season are located the years so that we can be able to access the things that he wants and align to the plan of God for our lives. Let's read Ecclesiastic chapter 3 this from verse 1 going downward, I will stop you. From verse 1. To everything there is a season. Time for every purpose under the heaven. What the verse is that? Okay, verse 8, last. No, it's okay. So, Solomon is telling us there is time for everything. But yet are we, God has given us the time, but we are looking for what is the everything. He has given us the time, which is the year. It's just a, a, a micro, a, a very small chip, invisible chip in the, in the span of eternity. And in that span of a season of a year, he says, there is something he has allocated. There is something he has allocated. And so, you see, it's very important to know because knowledge will enable you bring a realization of those things. The God kind of knowledge, which is different from the knowledge of the world. 
as things are in heaven, so God brings them here on earth. The pattern of the things in heaven. The Bible tells us in 1 Chronicles, is it 32? Uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, it talks of the children of Issachar. Issachar was one of, the children of Issachar, they are tried from the, 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 the children of Israel. It said they were wise because they knew what Israel had to do at the time. It's important to know what to do at a particular time. And when you are able to have knowledge of what you have to do, God's knowledge of what you have to do for the year. Because as children of God, God is intentional. And you as well. His plan and his design for you is that you should be intentional as concerning the year. And we can be able to express that intentionality through prayers, knowledge, and prayers. When I talk of knowledge, I go deeper into spiritual knowledge. The word of God is full of spiritual knowledge. The people in the world, they read the word for information. But don't, don't deduce the knowledge of God. When it comes to spiritual knowledge, the spiritual knowledge is creative knowledge. God had knowledge about the earth being created. And when he said, oh, let there be light, there was light. The spiritual knowledge that God has given you is that which is creative. When you speak of that knowledge, which he, he, he makes it known to you, it is creative. It begins to happen. Spiritual knowledge, when he tells us in Isaiah 53, and tells you by his stripes you were healed. When you have the knowledge, I was already healed. I am healed because he says I'm healed. That knowledge be, become create, is, is, a, is a creative force, creative power. Creative download that you bring upon yourself. That is why God himself doesn't speak anyhow. He doesn't speak carelessly. Because his words are creative. And so as children of God, when we have knowledge from the word of God, it is creative by itself. As we speak those words, they are electrifying. As we speak those words, they are not just information, but they are creative words. 
When you speak it, it happens. Now, the uh, question we're asking ourselves, I'm getting into the year. How do I get myself positioned? How do I position the year with this creativity from God, this knowledge to see myself have an, a, a, a successful year, to see my life be distinguished from the past, from the ordinary people? There are different areas we can look into when it comes to the year. But I've tried to apportion some three key areas. One is yourself. What is God expecting of me for this year? Two, your family. Three, and the community of God's people, the church where you find yourself. What is the expectation of God? What is that knowledge that God is exposing me to concerning myself, concerning my family, concerning my church? What is my part of responsibility? You know, we don't have to take the year as the people of the world they take it. Destiny will play itself. What will be, will be. As it happens, it happens. I just move through life. Whatever I see it, I get it. Whatever happens, it happens. If I succeed, that means it's the will of God. Or if I find it good, then it's only, it's my luck. We don't believe in luck. It's an intentional process as we go through the year. God doesn't keep us under the chances of luck. He intentionally blessed you. And he told you, I said, you are blessed of me. And he spoke to you, I said, this year is a year of good things. He wasn't moving you on the platform of luck that if it happens, it happens. No, he has intentionally, purposefully arranged it that this year, it should be, and it is a year of good things. And he's expecting us to take that knowledge, that creative knowledge, and bring it to the earthly reality. How do I deduce? How do I get to know what the Lord wants? Uh, the next scripture we read is uh, Philippians 2.13. Um, the NIV would be very good to give us a good detailed information. God is sufficient. The level of exposure he has brought you in, your relationship with him, you need not to be intimidated sometimes on, oh, how do I look? 
the year. How is it going to be? Oh, somebody, some people say, oh, God appeared to them. I saw an angel came and told me this is what God wants. And you say, oh, dear me, I've, I've not even had such an experience. No. God is speaking to you in a way that there are some spectacular manifestation, fine and good. But God does that as he wishes. But there's no child of God that God doesn't put something, knowledge in his heart. It's for us to be sensitive, willing to come before him and to know what he wants the year to be. That the, the year will be beginning and we, we, we are, you are in his presence and say, Lord, give me this year. Give me this year. There are many people who enter the year, but they have not received the year. The year controls them, but they are not controlling the year. When God gives you the year, he gives you authority over the year. Con authority to, to put a control over the year. To let the year move in a in 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 the in the in the in the way that God wants is expecting of you. But you can choose to allow the year to have you, or you can have the year. But it's more blessed to wait in the house of God and say, God gives me the year. Empower me to take over this year. Empower my family. That's why back in Africa, um, we have what we call a crossover night. 31st, getting to the 1st of January, get to the churches, people are there and everybody's praying. Lord, I want you to empower me to get into the next year. I want your grace for the next year. I'm trusting you for the next year. You don't need a spectacular angel to come and tell you, my son, my daughter, uh, this is what will become of you for the year 2023. It's in your heart. Let's look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Is that the NIV? Uh, yeah, there is another version that is, uh, maybe I missed it, but it says, in, in, in that version, it says, it is the Lord who is at work. It is the Lord who puts in you the desire to do his will. It is the Lord who puts in you the desire to do his will. The Lord, when you come before God with a godly desire, you shape your desire by the word of God. As you go through the word of God, you are meditating through the word of God. Your spirit is, your, your thoughts get aligned to God's word. And you begin to see 
under the discipline of his word, the directives of his word, the leading of his word. And he says, it is the Lord who puts in you the desire to do his will. Sometimes we begin to see, you know, when God wants a thing, he puts that desire in you. When God created in creation, for there to be continuation of human beings, procreation, he had to put the desire between a man and a woman for sex. If there was no desire, the human population would have dropped. Do we believe that? If there, is, there was no desire. So when God wants to carry out his function, he puts one of the things, he puts that desire. And sometimes we turn, religious will make us to feel that, no, no, this thing is just my own desire. Oh, it's, don't look at life as it is my own. It is God's thing. If God didn't want it, he would not put that desire. If God doesn't want it, he will not put the desire. Just imagine there is no desire in, 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 among humans for, 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 for childbirth or whatever. Do you think it will please God in any way? The purpose of God will not stand. Something will be lacking in creation. And same you as an individual. There are some desires that are unique to you. So God puts it there. And stop looking at God's thing as if it is yours. It is God's thing. It is God's desire. It's not your desire. It is God's own. And so have time to have a reflection over the year. What do I want for the year? What is it that is good for my family? How do we go through the year? We should be intentional as we approach the year. What are the challenges that have been in the past years? What are the commitments we made before the Lord the year past and we've not been able? You know, the Lord as well wants you to be part of the planning process. Why? Because he has put in you that desire to do his will. You are being shaped by the word of God as we come every day meditating on the word, reading the word of God. It's not only information knowledge but knowledge that is creative, transformatory knowledge, it transforms us so that we can be conformed to the, the image of God. There is that transformation that works in us. And what, what happens is that as we get through the word of God, we are meditating on it. It gets us to that transformatory stage where we begin to think the desire of God. We begin to long to see the things of God. That is why as you spend time in God's word and you are being transformed, you begin to desire and say, oh God, 
this year, let my family all come to know Jesus Christ. It's not you speaking because God is working in your heart and there are things he's putting in you and you might feel, oh no, it's just my desire. It's not just your desire. God is putting it in your heart. Oh Lord, this year, may you use me to, 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 to bless some of those people that may you use me to, to speak, to preach the gospel to at least 10 people. May you use me to bring people to the Lord Jesus Christ, to preach the word. It's not you speaking. It's God putting that desire in you. Lord, this year, let my children be successful in their examinations, in all that they are undertaking. Lord, this year, let the business of my dad be exceptionally successful. It's, 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 it's what you are looking the year, you are seeing the year to be. And you are engaging it, you are positioning it through prayers. It's not you, but God is walking through that and he puts his desire in you so that you can approach it with that aggressiveness and cry out to him. And get these things manifested in the, th in this, in the physical realm. Jesus wants you to be part of it. In John chapter 5, we see the case of this important man. John chapter 5 verse 6, where the Lord asked him. Somebody was sick. I would love that scripture to be read. If you see it in NIV, just indicate I would like it. John chapter 5 verse 6. This is somebody who was sick. Important. But Jesus, when he met him, he didn't say, be healed. But he was asking him his own request. Can you read it? The question is not, his sickness is obvious. The impotency is obvious. Jesus would have come there and said, be healed. No, but he asked him the question, do you want to get well? He had the problem, but Jesus is asking him, do you want to get well? It's not destiny, have it the way you want it. What happens, happens. No, there is a contribution from your own self. The Lord Jesus wants us to be part of the working process for our miracle so that we can launch into this year and get a successful result for ourselves, for our families, for our church. And how are we going to get this? All through prayers. All. Spending time 
in the presence of God. Create some time and ask yourself, how do I want the year to be? How do I pray for this year? What do I pray for the year? And God begins to download those things in you. He begins to put them in desires. He begins to put them in, in a form of desire. When I get back home, when, when, when I spend time at home, there are some important points that I know I need to cry out before God. I and my wife, we have to cry out before God. Close to where I usually pray, I just put them there, indicate them, pray for this, pray for this, pray for this. Because there is a tendency, if it is not intentionally written and marked out, programmed, we end up forgetting. We are humans. Get what you want for the year, well spelled out, so that you can cry out to God for yourself, for your family, for your church. There is nothing that happens without prayers being involved. There is nothing that God does without prayers. Your family cannot be successful just by a mere thought that it, it, I, I know it will. It's not sufficient. Speak it out. It says in that James, effectual and fervent prayer. Effectual and fervent prayer. There need to be fervency. Earnestly as we ask God, our Father. Sometimes we just ask things and we're just casual. No. It, there, there sometimes in life it seems as if God is not interested and we're asking him and he's just being casual as if he wants to see your interest. He wants to see if you really long for it. You know, when God moves to answer, he, 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 the answer is complete. If you say, God, help my family, it might take two months. It might take three months. It might take a while. And when the Lord sees that there is that persistence, there is that earnest, he doesn't come and answer just him. He does a complete work. He does a complete work. That is why God doesn't waste time and just randomly answering. No, because his answers, they are perfect. If you wait on God for your family for the year and tell God, bless my family, bless my family. I want my family to, to, to know you. I want my family to love you. I want my family to walk. I want my children to, to love you. I want my grandchildren to love you. My family belongs to you. Things might look stubborn as if it's not happening. But when God finally sees your earnest, he rises up and he does a complete work. It is my prayer this morning that the Lord will pour upon us as we 
go through this year, the spirit of prayer. This can be achieved through the spirit of prayer. It says in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, that I will pour upon the house of David the spirit of prayer and supplication that they will cry as a man cries for his only child. There is a spirit of grace that the Lord wants to release upon you that will enable you to be able to cry out. We can get the year to submit to us in accordance to God's pattern as we spend time to pray, as we spend time to call upon his name so that our year be rightly programmed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I just want to pray for each one of us. And before I pray, I just want you to have a time of silence as you ask the Lord and tell him, I don't want to, Lord, I don't want to just get into this year as the people of the world. We just get what happens, happens. I don't want that. But I want to be, I want the year to be positioned by you according to your plan for my life. I want the year to be arranged by you according to your plan for my life. I want the year to be a year of blessing. Just talk to the Lord. What are your expectations for your family, for your children? It takes the grace of God, the spirit of prayer, the spirit of grace. It's not only starting a year, but following it through with God. Father, I pray for your people that this day haven't heard your word. Let the spirit of grace, let the spirit of supplication, let the spirit of prayer come upon your people. That as from this day, they will begin to pray. They will call upon your name, Father, for the year. For the things that, Lord, are their desires, not theirs, but what you have put in them. And so they will pray, and so they will call upon your name. They will cry out to you, Father, this day for their family, for their young ones, for the church, for themselves, Lord. Those expectations that you've put in them, they will cry out to you, and Lord, you will answer because you are the almighty God. You are the almighty God. Father, I ask. 
that, Lord, you will place in their hearts those things that you want for the year. Place it in their hearts, Lord. And that, Lord, they will come before thee in prayers and you will answer. I ask, Heavenly Father, that I bless your people this day with strength to carry on for the year. As your people, oh God, this is the first day of this year. They have chosen, not as ordinary people in the world, they've chosen the nightclubs to launch the year. They have chosen other festive, festive activities. But Lord, your people have given the priority to seek you first. And I ask that God, Release your blessing upon your people. Release your blessing upon your people. In every area of their lives, I command your blessing to overtake them. Your blessing over your people. I speak forth the blessing of peace over your people. I speak forth the blessing of peace in marriages. Peace in homes. Peace with parents and children. Peace over your people. Father, let your blessing distinguish your people from the ordinary people of the world. That they might know that God will serve a living God. Bless your people in every area, in the works of their hands. Let your blessing overtake your people in the name of Jesus. Give strength to your people to rise up, God, where they have been, they, 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 they had been weak at the, uh, in the past. I ask for strength. They will rise up in that strength and they will move forth in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that God, whatever that had been a limiting factor in their lives. That yoke of limitation, I command it broken in the name of Jesus. I set your people loose from any yoke of limitation in the name of Jesus. Father, let this year be a year of blessing. Let this year be a year of blessing for every one of them, Lord. The blessing of good health, let it come upon them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as I speak to the families of your people, I decree that this year shall not be a year of weeping. It shall not be a year of sorrow. But it shall be a year, O oh God, of gladness unto the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever yoke that the enemy has purposed to bring sorrow, to bring grief, by the power in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the authority of that name, I command that evil yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. This year, I pray it will be a year of blessing. It will be a year of good happenings. It will be a year of divine involvement in the lives of God's people. Father, let your people go forth in your blessing.
that in all the months of the year, it will be months of divine blessing. Yes, they will see your goodness and they will rejoice in your goodness. Sickness be far away from you this year in the name of Jesus. Evil reports be far away from you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are blessed this year. The Lord bless you this year. Your expectations, those things you are expecting, I pray that they come to pass in the name of Jesus. You are blessed this year. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your people. Thank you for the good things that are on the way happening already. Thank you, Holy Spirit, as you take your people through this journey. You reveal yourself. Let this year be a year of outpouring of your spirit upon the church. In this year, Lord, let your church experience great outpouring, great manifestation of your power. Yes, great manifestation of your power, great outpouring. That will compensate for the years, oh God, of, of lack, the years of, of, of losses. And let it be a year of restoration. Restoration of the things that were lost. The things that were eaten by the palmer worm, the canker worm, the caterpillar. Let them be restored in this year in the name of Jesus. Let the church experience increase. Increase. Numerical increase, spiritual increase, increase on every side in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will enrich your people with deep spiritual things. They will know you in a different level, at a greater level, at a greater dimension. You will draw your people closer to you. Oh, yes, they will see your great hand in this place. Questions will be answered. Doubts will be washed away. Oh, yes, Lord. And your people will rejoice and they'll be glad this year because there will be the outpouring of the latter rain. And that rain will bring harvest. Such a great harvest. Such a great harvest. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Holy Spirit, we bless you. To you alone be all the glory. The walls of the enemy, they are destroyed before your people. The arrangements of the enemies, they are destroyed. Your people will shine forth. And wherever they are, they will shine forth. Your light will shine and your glory shall be revealed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Happy New Year. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs>